Welcome to Douglas Wilson's Blog and May Blog, presented by Canon Press. I'm avoiding romantic reverie. May 18th, 2022. Dear Darla, in my last letter, I talked about the surreptitious competition that women tend to engage in, as opposed to the out-in-the-open competition that's preferred by men. Men tend to compete about everything, women included, while women tend to compete over men in a way that extends into everything. Not only is this the case, but there are gradations to that surreptitious competition. Take a hypothetical case, the one I used earlier. Say that an eligible bachelor moves into your community, into your circle. One of the first things that people do is that they start matchmaking in their heads, and they start doing this almost immediately. This can be done in a way that exhibits really bad manners, and it can be done in a way that is characterized by modesty and good taste. But it is going to be done. All the older church ladies immediately begin wondering if, quote, he would be good for so-and-so. The bad manners come in when they start wondering this out loud, or if they fail to give the young gentleman a minute to unpack his suitcase. The younger women do the same thing, but will usually be more reticent to talk too much about it because their circle of friends includes others who might be lining up the options differently. Quote, I hope he gets to meet Susie Q, close quote. That is less likely to be said if you are present and you are not Susie Q. And of course, it might be said and loudly if you are present and you are Susie Q's main rival. Now, all of this can be done in a way that is gossipy and wrong, and done by people who seem to think that pairing people off is the most important thing that God assigned to us in this life, which is not the case. But meeting members of the opposite sex is one of the more important things we do, and for those who are in your age group, it should be one of the top three. Nothing is served by pretending that this is not the case. If an activity is inevitable, then we should be trying to figure out how to do it biblically and well, which is quite a different thing than pretending that it can't be happening because we think that somehow it ought not to be happening. So the trick is to do this intelligently, without investing all sorts of emotional capital into it. In other words, you, you do not want to start daydreaming. You are evaluating whether or not a man could be a good fit and not running headlong into a romantic reverie. But here's the thing. This temptation is likely to come from outside you, from your circle of friends, and if you are not guarding the combustible materials in your heart, you are setting yourself up for some real grief. You do not want to be Marianne and Sense and Sensibility, but rather Eleanor. Excitements are contagious, and if your friends are all in a doodah over the arrival of whoever this guy is, and if two of them have nominated you for the lead role when it comes to attempts on capturing his heart, you might be tempted to remain placid on the surface, but to give way to wool gathering in the midnight hours. That kind of thing is really unfruitful. If you don't have anything to go on, don't go on. Daydreaming is occurring when you skip over certain preliminary things, like him actually showing an interest, or him exhibiting the kind of character that would make it wise for you even to be interested. And having skipped over those things to be settled later, you find yourself thinking about the wedding day or a honeymoon in the Bahamas. The whole situation is taking shape in a competitive environment, even though not everyone is competing the same way. Think of it this way. There are the players competing on the court. There are different teams. There are the players on the bench who go in and play periodically. And then there are the season ticket holders at courtside playing vicariously. These people sitting courtside could well be running various kinds of proxy wars. She is not after this guy herself, but she wants her friend to have a shot at him and not you. And that is why that snide comment was made at church two weeks ago. She'd never been rude to you before. Now, your responsibility in this kind of situation is to always act, never react. You should want to act on principle and not to be reacting to circumstances. 
And because you are the woman, your range of activity when it comes to how you quote-unquote act is going to be fairly limited. You don't get to ask him out, in other words. But even though you don't ask him out, you have every right to be in places where he is likely to be, just so long as it does not look like you are in hot pursuit. In other words, if he goes to the early service, there's no problem with you going to the early service too. These things happen. You are not stalking or chasing or taking the initiative. You are simply giving him the opportunity to initiate if he so desires. But if he is taking a welding class at the community college and you take up a sudden interest in welding, finding it fascinating, then that would be rhetorically problematic. But prior to all this should be the thoughtful, prayerful deliberation about the characteristics of the kind of man you would like to marry. You can do this with no bachelors in sight, and you can do this if a candidate has appeared on the horizon. You are not out of line to ask yourself questions about a particular guy. This is due diligence. It is a godly activity. It is not ridiculous, and you are not being brazen. This is all between you and God, remember? Most of your responsible actions will be centered on how you think of him and what you allow your emotions to consequently do. You want to think like a godly Christian woman, one who has a godly set of Christian priorities. So, if you are avoiding daydreams, and if you are avoiding bad manners, e.g., where you were the one who made the rude comment at church, then you are simply being a responsible Christian woman. Make a list. Describe the kind of man you would be interested in. Share it with no one, except perhaps your mom or dad. Pray through it. Feel free to make adjustments as you learn more. You are making a working list, not pouring a concrete foundation. What sorts of things should be on the list? Well, that is largely up to you, but here are some suggestions. Some would be obligatory for any intelligent Christian woman, while others would be a matter of personal preference. Is he reformed? Is he a reader? What kind of work ethic does he have? Do the other men look up to him? Is he taller than you? Is he athletic? Could he serve as an elder in the church someday? Does his family have a similar culture to your family? What is his view on Ephesians 5? And so on. And of course, you should do this realistically, remembering what I've mentioned before. A man who fit the description of this list is a man who could well have a list of his own. How would you do with regard to that list? Quote, For I say, through the grace given unto me, that every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. Romans 12.3 Your uncle, Douglas. Before I go, I want to let you know that Rebecca Merkel's documentary, Eve in Exile, is streaming now on Canon Plus. Even Exile offers us a truly potent answer to feminism and does this by providing much more than a mere negative critique. This documentary provides an alternative vision, one that is biblical, stirring, and positive. Too many conservative Christians have assumed that a biblical worldview of femininity consists simply of being not feminist. But this is lazy, negative, and at the end of the day, just reactionary. In our day, feminism has come to its full fruition such that we cannot even define what a woman is anymore. Providing a true biblical alternative, this documentary defines what a woman is, the glory of man, and provides a glorious picture of what that womanhood is for. If you enjoy the content on this channel, you're going to love Even Exile. Just head to MyCanonPlus.com and subscribe to watch it now.